Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. It is Thursday here on the program, and that means we have AEW and NXT to talk about. AEW, the uh, the fallout, follow-up, fallout, it's all the same. The Full Gear show this past weekend. A show where Tony Khan told me the balance of power in wrestling would be shifting. Apparently he was talking about Pac. I thought he was talking about Shaq. It's a return of a man with one name and the debut at some point of a, another man with one name. But anyway, what did you think of the show outside of the hyperbole? We had that, and then also on the other channel, we had the NXT show where I have no idea what's going on. I don't know what's going on. They did a wacky... Vince Russo-style angle, where Johnny Gargano had a rigged wheel and he spun it. It landed on Leon Ruff's name, who's just been nothing but a jobber on this program. Leon Ruff comes out, and he beats him. Which would be one thing if this were like a goofy, non-title match, just something to embarrass Johnny, etc., etc. No, Leon Ruff is now the NXT North American Champion... The gimmick is the moment Johnny gets his hands on him again, he's going to beat his ass, so Damian Priest is trying to protect the champion. I didn't like it. And there was a lot of other weird stuff on the show. It was just it was baffling to me. So we're going to take your phone calls, text messages, etc., starting with text messages always, 425-780-7566. What did you think of these two shows last night? I know some people really loved the Leon Ruff thing, so if you loved it, I want to know about it. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com, at Brian Alvarez on Twitter, at Sempervivi. We also have a lot of other news to talk about. The New Japan Best of the Supers Junior Tournament. A lot of stuff coming out of both shows. The Omega Moxley match is taking place on TV for free in like three weeks. Not at the pay-per-view. So they will not have to build it up for months. What do you think about that? All of your thoughts, my thoughts, Mike's thoughts, and more. Coming up after the break, Wrestling Observer Live. Advance is helping you get your engine ready for the road this holiday season with the right oil, the right filter, at the right price every day. 
Get five quarts of full synthetic Mobile One, Valvoline, Castrol Edge, or Pennzoil Platinum with the Mobile One oil filter for just $33.99. Plus, this holiday season, get a $25 NBA Store gift card and two times speed perks points instantly with the purchase of five quarts of Mobile One. Advance your auto at Advance Auto Parts and participating CarQuest locations. See store for details. If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5560 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5560. Enjoy. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Well, we're back here on the show, everybody. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Saying hello to all the Twitch homies out there. They're all very excited, as always. And I'm very excited to have a big announcement here today. The balance of power in all of life is shifting soon. As, in fact, on Friday night at Talkin' Shopamania, Chico L. Luchador is facing Chavo Guerrero Jr. in a death match. Yeah. Where no hyperbole here, obviously. The only way to win is the other man must die. And so I was, I was re-watching the thing we had yesterday with Carl Anderson and Rocky, and Rocky's explaining this stipulation and all of a sudden it hit me dude chico el luchador 
he could be dead tomorrow night. Muerte. And so I figured we've got to talk to him perhaps one last time. And so tomorrow on this program, we will be joined in the second segment of the show by Chico El Luchador in what might be his last interview ever prior to his death match with Chavo Guerrero Jr. I could just see everybody freaking out about this huge announcement. And by the way, in addition to that, tomorrow will be one of the most exciting days in Wrestling Observer Live history. Because also, my daughter is, she's been into a lot of things, as you're probably well aware, Frozen and Olaf and PJ Masks and all this other gobbledygook. But you know what she's into right now? Dinosaurs. And we read her dinosaur book every night, and she always says, Daddy, turn to the page where we can read about the mighty Triceratops. She doesn't just say the Triceratops. She says the mighty Triceratops. And she also wants me to read to her about the ferocious Tyrannosaurus. Well, how ironic that tomorrow on this very show, I am going to also interview a man who is mighty and ferocious. He might be a surviving dinosaur for all I know. Brody King is also going to be on this program tomorrow. Damn. I'm I'm not sure an hour is enough time for all of this, but we're going to have to make it work. So tomorrow on Wrestling Observer Live, Chico El Luchador in perhaps his final interview ever and Brody King back-to-back segments here on Wrestling Observer Live. So I hope nothing happens tomorrow, news-wise, because we ain't going to cover it. We got bigger fish to fry. Mm. Now, by the way, since we're getting into the holiday season here, getting very, very close to Christmas, um, do you plan on, on getting your daughter a... One of those uh, Vimeo calls or whatever it is. What the hell are those things called? What, what do you buy? What are you talking uh, about? The dinosaurs you... are extinct, bro. No, not at all. You her. could get her a personal message from Luchasaurus. Wouldn't she Dude, not find actually, that entertaining? That's, that, I was going to bury you, but that's a, that's a great idea. Okay, I'll think about you going to bury this. me for? Cameo, dude. Cameo, whatever. Yeah, get with 2020, Mike. I'm sorry. Well, you let me know about OnlyFans, so. Pumpkini here, coincidentally. Writes, this morning when I woke up, I had a vision of the AEW rating tonight with the number being 916,000 viewers. Do you think that they can do it? Well, Pumpkini, let me tell you something. I did not have a vision. But I do know that now that the election has ended and you look at the cable news numbers, I mean... I don't think it's not going to be anywhere near the top 50 being news. The news numbers the last few days have been hovering around normal. So when you think about AEW coming off full gear and they changed the tag team titles and we have the winner of the tournament and we have the build towards whatever we're doing, I think it is very possible that this pumpkini here May have even called it exactly on the dot, 916,000. My gut feeling is that's a little bit high, but they have done well coming off pay-per-views. There is not strong news competition, so I do not put it out of the realm of possibility that AEW does 916,000 viewers. I don't think NXT is coming anywhere close to that with the show that they had last night, but I have been wrong before. And so I guess we'll see, Mike. Do they break 900,000? Does AEW break 900,000 tonight? 
I'm going to say no, just because the last time I was so confident in saying yes, they didn't. They got close, but they didn't crack it. So I will go and say in the high eights, you know, like 880 or something like that. NXT, I don't know. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt and say something like, oh, let's say around 720. That puts it around that 1.5, 1.6 million people every week. I'll go ahead and say that. And for NXT's sake, I hope that's the case and they're not back down in the 600s again. This person here says, I would have 100% liked the Leon Ruff title victory if not for Damian Priest putting the title around Leon and it doesn't fit around his waist and then Leon stumbles after trying to run away. It just made him look silly. He should have just won the belt and celebrated, but I'm still interested to see what they do going forward. Well, a couple of things. If we had never seen Leon Ruff on television before and this was his debut and they were going to do something with the guy and he beat Johnny Gargano, and they didn't embarrass him, great. Fine. But we just saw Leon Ruff. It was like three or four weeks ago. Do you remember this match? He faced Austin Theory. He tried a bunch of springboards and fell down, and then Austin Theory grabbed him, and he killed him with his move. The only win that Austin Theory had in the middle of his losing streak— the only win he had was over Leon Ruff. Leon Ruff ends up being the surprise winner of the spin the wheel on the gimmicked wheel. He wins the match. First, they play it up like it's a fluke. Then Damian Priest puts the belt around his waist, but he's so skinny that he raises his hands and it falls down around his ankles. Then he trips on the belt leaving. And I thought actually the worst part was they go backstage and Damian Priest says, bro, the moment Johnny Gargano comes through that curtain, he's going to whip your ass. So here, take the car keys and go. That is your North American champion. Damian Priest is trying to save the champion's life because the moment Johnny Gargano gets his hands on him, he's going to kill him, and he sends him off with his car. Dude, you couldn't do a dumber angle. You know what this is? This is a Vince Russo angle where somebody had a bright idea for something that would be funny. And like anybody can come up with a stupid, funny idea. You want stupid, funny ideas, dude, I'll do it for free. I could come up with stupid, funny ideas from now until the end of time. The difference is if you do, a, if you have a stupid, funny idea and you all laugh and then you do something else, you're smart. If you have a stupid, funny idea and you actually put it on television, you ain't smart. This was dumb. Bad booking. Devalued the title. Leon Ruff is a comedy guy. Johnny Gargano looks like a geek, which he's supposed to look like a geek, but not to that level of geek. Damian Priest is like the superior wrestler, and he's not even champion. He's protecting the champion. It sucked. I don't want to see anyone on Reddit defending this, which I heard they did. At least some <laughs> guy. Yeah, maybe one guy. I don't know how you go ahead and defend this. Just... You try to give him the benefit of the doubt, but why would you give him the benefit of the doubt? Before Austin Theory quit, there was the only guy that they defeated. And like you mentioned, it wasn't just like you don't get the cheap visual, which would have been kind of funny of he raises his arms and the belt drops, but then he trips over it. He runs like a child after Damian Priest to the back. And then, as you mentioned, it wasn't like, ha-ha, you got away from something. Get out of here, kid. Go ahead. It was, hey, this guy's going to come back and kick your ass. But that's okay. The referee and I will hold him off. Here's my you know, expensive vehicle. Go on and get to it. We'll see what if there's a follow-up that actually makes some sense. But this was uh, 
It was uh, sudden and out of the ordinary for NXT usually when it comes to these titles. This person here says, I was wondering what you think about the differences in safety and quality between WWE and AEW hardcore matches. This includes street fights, ladder matches, cells, etc. Well, quite frankly, if you look at all of the injuries in AEW and NXT, like, I can't remember the last one that actually happened in what would be considered a dangerous match. They're happening on normal things where guy goes for a pescado, dude blows out his leg. Or guy goes for a flip off the top and he lands on his head. That's where the injuries have been coming from. So we can talk more about this after the break, but we'll get into the details of both shows and where they're going after this. Wrestling Observer Live. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin. UVB rays burn. And both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-516-2499. 
Again, that's 800-516-2499. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. So listen, everybody on the Twitch chat here, not everybody, a few people don't care, it appears, but... Tony Khan yesterday said there was going to be an announcement that was going to shift the balance of power in wrestling. And we discussed what could it possibly be that would shift the balance of power in wrestling. And, you know, we... Maybe it's can't be the rock i mean who could it be blah 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 you said brock yes okay so i'm watching the show last night and i thought i thought that the deal that was going to shift the balance of power in wrestling was Shaq. and then later dave believes that what's going to shift the balance of power in wrestling is Pac. Now, a couple of things here, okay? Listen, let me make this abundantly clear. If I were Tony Khan, no, absolutely I would not tweet that something is going to shift the balance of power in wrestling. If it's going to be the debut, it's not even the debut, they teased that Shaq was going to be there, or the return of Pac. I would never have done that, okay? I never would have done it. In fact, I spoofed it today. And everyone took it way too seriously, so I deleted the tweet. So anyway, with that said, okay, there's a couple of ways to look at this. Number one, Tony Khan may have been tweeting as AW's Tony Khan. And AW's Tony Khan, when he talks about the balance of power in wrestling, he's talking about AEW. And the return of Pac, in fact, in storylines in AEW, it is shifting the balance of power. Pac is coming back. Eddie Kingston had taken over the group. Pac is pissed off about it. Pac and Eddie Kingston are obviously going to fight over it. Okay, in storyline, forget the giant world of wrestling, okay? Let's talk about in AEW. Pac's return is, in fact, going to shift everything around here. Now, let me repeat this because people are going to listen to this and talk about how I'm being paid. I wouldn't have said this if I were Tony Khan. You got it? I wouldn't have done it. Now... Another one. Do I actually think that Shaq feuding with Cody Rhodes is going to shift the balance of power in the wider world of professional wrestling? No, I do not. Okay? But let me tell you something. The whole idea of a guy like Shaq coming in is that they want to get the words or the letters AEW out to a wider audience to people that have no idea what AEW is. And somebody mentioned this morning, they said, is there a better guy than Shaq to be involved with AEW? Because you could do this inside the NBA, have them talking about AEW on that show, and wherever else Shaq goes, and you're getting Cody Rhodes' name out there, and you could promote this and try to get the word out about AEW. Obviously, if you look at the AEW numbers, like the people that watch AEW, they love the show. They're watching it with their friends and their family, probably more their family, 1.7 viewers per home. That's 
that's the numbers that we had in the Attitude Era. The people that know about AEW love it. But guess what? If you get out of that bubble, nobody knows about it. And so the idea is we need to raise the whatever you call it. We need to get the AEW name out there. We need to get out that there's AEW wrestling. It's on TNT, and Shaq's going to help with that. Now, ultimately, long-term, if the same number of normal human beings on the street knew about AEW as knew about WWE, that, in fact, might shift the balance of power in wrestling. But is Shaq showing up on Wednesday going to do that? No. So, again, I would not have tweeted that. But I think people are getting a little bit... I think we're kind of blowing this up here into something more than it is tony khan thinking that this is going to help maybe he does maybe he thinks that this is going to shift the balance of power in wrestling that's very different than for example teasing that a goldberg is going to be on the show and then he's not there or building up matches every week that you just don't deliver and there's like no reason for it it's not like someone went down with covid or or whatever it's just like you advertise something and then you didn't do it that's a problem am i wrong about this I, I don't think so. And there's the other aspect to this where there's corporate synergy involved, I'm sure. You know, I think they're trying to start the NBA season back up. They were talking early January. Then they were talking, you know, around Christmas time. I don't know. But guess what? It's coming back to to TNT. And it's one of their best sports properties that they have. It's probably the one they're most known for because of inside the NBA and all of that sort of stuff. And if I'm not mistaken... Uh, Papa John's is an official sponsor of the National Football League, and Shaq is very much involved in that. I'm sure somebody at AEW would like to raise the profile of the company a little bit more if you can get into bed with Shaq that way. So there's all sorts of things that may be at play here as well, too, as to why Shaq is involved. Do we think it's really going to end up being Shaq and Cody? Could it end up being a situation where Kenny Smith or Chris Jericho joins the inner circle? I don't know. We got a long time to go before their pay-per-view, which means we got a lot of TV time to fill. And I'm not necessarily down on stuff like this. I don't think it's a it's a stunt. I think, well, it, it, it's a stunt, but I don't think it's a particularly ridiculous one or anything like that you know people will roll their eyes but there's always celebrity involvement in pro wrestling always has been always will be and if you can figure out a way to use them and and energize your fan base and maybe get some other people involved great and i think Shaq is actually a really really good person to probably do that with so no balance of power has shifted with him certainly not definitely with Pac either although I do understand, I guess, from a storyline point of view of why everything gets shaken up. The bastard is back. You know, we haven't seen him in forever. We've seen him talking to himself. We've seen him going crazy. Now he's in the ring and he confronts another crazy man in Eddie Kingston. Uh, and they're both uh, involved, maybe going after the championship. So who, who knows? Who knows where that will go? But at least... It was something exciting to end the show if it didn't change the balance of things and the deal with Shaq. You know, I think that one just speaks for itself. All right, so a couple of notes from both shows. We had a Cody segment where they debuted Jade Cargill, who apparently is going to be, I don't know if she's going to be the manager of Shaq or if she's just the one bringing him in, but they're building up Shaq versus Cody. And apparently Jade was on WWE's radar and they never pulled the trigger. And so here she is in AEW. And I don't know why sometimes WWE pulls a trigger and sometimes they don't. Like, Ricochet was on their radar forever, but for whatever reason, they just never took him for a long time. They totally missed on him. And then, ironically, when they got him, they missed on him anyway. But 
We'll see where this leads. And then Brandy, by the way, she was not happy with this Jade out there stroking her husband's hair. So she came out and she cut the promo of a lifetime on this woman. It was awesome. It was the best promo of her career. Oh. Marvez and John Moxley, they're building up the big match, which is coming up on December 2nd. So they're doing it free on television. I know everybody has a million theories as to why. I don't know why. Maybe we'll find out around December 2nd. Natural Nightmares, Butcher and Blade bunkhouse match was a lot of fun. And QT got his revenge on the Blade after the whole bunny storyline. So that's all done. Matt Hardy basically told Sammy, dude, you lost to a legend. And you got the rub, so go do something with it. So they're very strongly teasing that Sammy is going to go babyface sooner rather than later. MJF and Wardlow inducted into the, I was going to say the Hall of Awesome. That's later on down the road. Inner Circle. And they're going to go to Las Vegas next week. So next week on AEW, it is the Inner Circle in Las Vegas with half the Inner Circle not even wanting MJF there, but he's trying to buy their loyalty. It's a shoot, by the way, too. There won't be a soundstage of Vegas. They're actually going to Vegas. They're going to Vegas, yeah. We had the Young Bucks apologizing to Alex Marvez. They face top flight next week. They were going to do it this week, and they actually even sent out a a deal about it and then retracted it because apparently everybody's beat up, so they're going to give them another week to heal up. We had Sean Spears beating Scorpio Sky with the loaded glove. We had Ty Conti beating Red Velvet. And then in the main event, it was Penta and Phoenix killing each other, tearing off their masks as the announcers were afraid that this team was going to break up and Eddie Kingston was just loving every second of it. And then after Penta wins, Kingston actually tries to break up the two brothers, which leads to the return of Pac, And Pac is going to be feuding, ultimately, with Eddie Kingston. But Eddie Kingston, at this point, by the way, unabashedly a heel. Not even a tease of a (laughs) babyface. So they'll be brawling down the road, but Pac's debut is next week against The Blade. Very quickly on the... Let me get over this very quickly, then we'll talk about it after the break. We talked about the Leon Ruff thing. We had Phantasma versus Jake Atlas. They had a match at Halloween Havoc. Phantasma beats him. Jake Atlas beats up some dudes with a pipe and earns himself a rematch. And then he goes in and Phantasma's crew gets booted out. So it's a one-on-one fair fight and Phantasma beats him clean in the middle. What? (laughs) All right, whatever. We have Raquel Gonzalez and Zia Lee never takes place. They advertise and didn't deliver because instead Boa comes out. Raquel beats him up because Zaya's not there. And then some old dude comes out and he puts a mark on Boa's hand and now Boa's worried. No idea what's going on here. Candace beat Tony Storm. Tony got a week and now they're beating her. You think I was upset about them beating Ember Moon? Well, same story here, bro. What is going on? Dexter Loomis, Timothy Thatcher. My favorite Dexter Loomis match in forever because he just had a wrestling match. Timothy Thatcher won, however. And they're going with Dexter Loomis versus Cameron Grimes with Mumbo Jumbo. Not happy about that. And then finally at the end, Loney and Birch beat Breezango. And then they just beat the hell out of the babyfaces. So I guess we've got a six-man coming. But we can talk about all this more after the break. Observer Live.
Javier's auto body is colliding with a shortage of licensed techs. That 2017 is waiting on a clear coat. That 09 needs its left rear sanded, pounded, and painted. And the guy over there is waiting on an estimate. It's time to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Are you 60-plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low-Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. This holiday season, the Home Depot invites you to cozy up by the fire and do some grilling with top-rated grills from Traeger, Weber, Next Grill, and Masterville. Lined up, shined up, ready for holiday cooking, and lots of weekends to come. And don't forget bags of Kingsford charcoal. Oh, if your sleigh is not big enough, order online and get free delivery. Top-rated grills and free delivery with online orders. Holiday shopping improved only at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. U.S. only. Boss supplies last. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back at the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. A couple of people on Twitch upset about no phone calls here today, but this has nothing to do with Ryan or anybody else on Sunday. The fact is we've got a million things to talk about, and we'll do calls on a day where we have less to talk about which is not going to be tomorrow, by the way, because tomorrow is a packed show. We've got Chico El Luchador on the program, as well as the mighty and ferocious, the mighty ferocious Brody King. It's coming up tomorrow. Now, we've got a million people talking about all of this here, so let's begin. Tony Khan clarified himself with another tweet about an hour ago that the shift in the balance of power is an ongoing series of events 
which supposedly started last night, is really putting over and I guess excited about the next couple of months. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Tone Loke. Tony, Tony, Tony. Look, stop tweeting. Don't double down. Just let let the professionals that you have uh, take care of that for you. Let let somebody at TNT. I tell you what, TNT drama seems to be a very good friend of AEW. Still, still proudly uh, telling everyone in primetime television that Darby Allen is their champion. Let them take care of this stuff. You don't have to put yourself out there for everything. Well, yes. You know you're the face of the company. You don't have to do this all the time. Yes, but again, if Tony Khan honestly believes that what he has booked and planned between now and March is in fact going to shift the balance of power in wrestling, he's welcome to say that. Well, like, I guess. The deal, here's the deal with promoter hyperbole, everybody, okay? <laughs> That's what it is. That's what it is. You may agree with it, and you may not. That's different than a promoter false advertising. If I say, if I say that last night's Observer Radio, let's say you have not heard last night's Observer Radio, okay? I heard it because I was on it. And there's a story about Roddy Piper on last night's Observer Radio, okay? For those of you that heard it, if I come on this show today and I say, you know what? Last night was the greatest episode of Wrestling Observer Radio there has ever been. You've got to go listen to that, okay? If you go listen to it, and you've built up all these expectations, and you don't think it was very good, you're going to get mad at me. But guess what? If I actually thought it was the greatest episode of Observer Radio, like, it doesn't matter if you think that I'm being hyperbolic. If that's what I actually thought. Now, if I say, last night on Observer Radio... Go listen to it, because I'm going to tell you the main event of this year's WrestleMania and who's going to win, and you'll be shocked. And you go listen to the show, and it's not mentioned one time. Well, that's pure BS right there. But Tony may believe that what he has planned between now and March is going to turn this all around. Between mainstream media for Shaq and whatever booking scenario, he may actually believe that. And if you don't believe it, that's fine. Like I said, I wouldn't have tweeted that. But if that's his honest opinion, he has every right to to tweet that. And face the consequences. If all wrestling fans watch the show and they're like, bro, what were you talking about? That's your right as well. Everybody has a right in this situation. This is very different from false advertising. Which a promoter should not do. No, they should not. But, you know, we've heard great promoters in our lifetime. Bob Arum, Don King, Vince McMahon. You know, sometimes, I don't want to say sometimes less is more, but I think, is this really? Look, number one, you've already changed the balance of power. And I'm not saying it's tilted in a way where obviously they're not ahead of WWE in any way right now, but... They have shifted a lot of power. You know, you can prove that with ratings and how eyes have shifted away from WWE's product, the interest you had, and the start that you had where I don't know. And again, maybe, look, again, yes, he's got every right to do that, but Tony tweets a lot. Tony's out there a lot. He's the face of a lot of things, and when you do that, you become more of a lightning rod. And I think at this point, you have all these other people around you that – 
let them do some of that hype for you because it is really difficult for me to believe. Although, again, we'll see. But like you said last night, the balance of power begins to shift. And it's like it's Pac. Sorry, it's Pac and it's Shaq. And while that rhymes, I don't know. I mean, you if people shrug and snicker and laugh and kind of go, well, more promoter hyperbole. Well, you know, I, I don't. I don't really blame anybody for that. And I just think, you know, you kind of, that was one of those times you just put yourself out there for no real reason to, you know what I mean? For me, but then again, again, if he is this invested in it, he felt that strongly about it. He had to say something great, but he says a lot of things a lot of times. I mean, he's the face of the company, but in this case, I mean, anybody that's hitting him back and, and people are, Oh, you know, this will pay off long-term or whatever. It doesn't matter. He was talking, you know, people were looking at it in the scope of last night and not much shifted. Everybody talking about credibility. Listen, guys, you don't even know credibility. I shouldn't say guys. I remember when I was a kid and there's going to be a Mr. Perfect Bret Hart match. It was a famous SummerSlam match. And Mr. Perfect came out on the go-home show, primetime wrestling or whatever, and he said, this will be the greatest wrestling match of all time. Now, if you've been watching wrestling all over the world I mean, it was a it was a fantastic match, but you would look at that in hindsight, and what are you going to say that Mr. Perfect has no credibility because it wasn't actually the greatest match of all time? That guy probably thought, "I'm going to go in there and we're going to have the greatest match of all time," and they busted their ass and they had a fantastic match, and maybe when it was over, the guy thought it was the greatest match of all time. So there's that aspect of it, and also you ever been to the circus? Oh, let's go to Ringling Brothers, the greatest show on earth. That's what the promoter said. You're going to come to the greatest show on earth. Well, maybe Pardon. you've been to Cats on Broadway and you go, that wasn't the greatest show on earth. But you know what? I take my daughter to Ringling Brothers, and bro, that's the greatest show she's ever seen in her life. It's a promoter promoting what he believes. You think you think Bob Ringling or whatever his name is when he says it's the greatest show on earth? You think that guy thought, bro, this show sucks. But, I mean, damn it, I'm going to call it the great. No, that guy thought it was the greatest show on earth. If Tony Khan thinks that what he's doing is going to shift the balance of power, he has every right to think that. And if you don't think that, that doesn't mean that that guy doesn't have any credibility. It means you disagree. If Tony Khan says, next Wednesday on Dynamite, Goldberg versus The Rock, and you tune in and you don't get it, that's ruining your credibility. Because that's not an opinion issue. That's the guy flat out lied with facts. Why are we wasting time on this, dude? That's what I, I want to know. Cats on Broadway was pretty good, though. You know, it's a, I a went to it. It was very now. good. Yeah. But I don't know if I'd say it was the greatest show on earth. I've seen many Cirque du Soleil's. I could go to a Cirque du Soleil, and when it's over, I could say, bro, you got to go. It's the greatest show on earth. I say every Cirque du Soleil. And you I've go, went to, and you don't yeah. like it as much as me, and then you're going to say, Brian, you got no credibility. It was not the greatest show on earth. I think that's Dude, impossible. I thought it was. Yeah. Some, I don't know how anybody can not go to any Cirque show and then not think that that was the greatest show that they just ever saw. They're I've, seen some, I've seen some good Cirque shows, let me tell you. But, hey, it's a good example. Have you seen any bad ones? You know what? What, what makes up a bad one? Well, I mean, it's not a bad one, but listen, okay? So, Beatles love. Vegas. If you're a fan of the Beatles and you go to Beatles love in Vegas... You're going to come out of that thing and you're going to say, bro, this was the greatest show on earth. You've got to go watch this show. Well, I love the Beatles and all, but I also was a gymnast and I'm a wrestling fan. 
And what I want to see when I go to a Cirque show is all of the crazy stunts and moves. And quite frankly, if you go to Beatles Love, you're going to see less of that than you would see at a different Cirque show. So if you tell me that Beatles Love is the greatest show on earth, and I go there and I watch it and it's really good, but they didn't do enough flips for me, you expect me to go out of that thing and go, bro, you got, you got no credibility. You have no credibility with me anymore because that wasn't the greatest show on earth. No, that's a difference of opinion. That's what that is. Absolutely. I feel like I'm yelling at a wall. I am, and it's a wall of text on the it on is. the Twitch wall here. I can imagine what your your texts look like right now coming in over the uh, the line as well too. If this is what a reaction you're getting in the Twitch chat, person says, See, "Tony it started Khan already didn't it?" No, he <laughs> he says, "Tony Khan gets a little excited sometimes. He's excited yes. about his product." It's not the end of the world. Don't 20... enthusiasm shame him. I've never heard oh that my one before. God. Is this where we're at now? We're enthusiasm shaming people? Well, actually, this no, this really guy's saying not to do that. That's what I'm saying. I mean, we really got to give PSAs about that now. That's a grown-ass man who drinks big-ass White Claws. Like, I, I don't think we have to, like, shield this man. Do you know the beating that he takes in the, the press in England for his football club, his world football club, and then his American football club? He gets a pretty good beating over that, too, but... I don't know if we necessarily have to shield him from any reaction that he gets. I think he's kind of built for it and his family's built for it at this point. I'm not trying to defend the guy in that way, but I mean, if you listen, a week ago we did an Observer Radio with Tony Khan. Okay, okay, listen, go listen to that show and then tell me that you don't believe that this guy thinks that his booking scheme for the next four months is going to shift the balance of power in wrestling. <laughs> this guy's so excited. This is very different than trying to screw you and promising you something and then deliberately not you know, delivering on Brian, it. Brian, you know what the problem is? It's like people that want to talk about New Japan Pro Wrestling and not necessarily understand the whole thing. Look, not everything has got to be compared to WWE. Not everything is in the universe of WWE or even worse in the snow globe of Vince McMahon. And I think we all, because of the monster that WWE and Vince is, occasionally people will do that too often. You think I'm taking this bait, bro? Not you a should. chance. You dare you. Person here says, commentary at the end of Dynamite made a big deal about officials keeping Eddie separated from Pac because Eddie was not cleared to wrestle after a brutal Moxley match last week. Simultaneously, they advertised Blade, who sported an absolutely gruesome crim crimson mask this week, in fact, wrestling with Pac next week. Well, if we're really going to do this thing here, it that really guy is. got a cut on his head. Yeah, that's We don't know what internal injuries Eddie... I mean, maybe he got an infection from all those puncture wounds. We don't know anything. All we know, just like real life, the doctor cleared the blade. The doctor didn't clear Kingston. Great. That's Youngins the storyline. Any pro Noah Blade was a throwback to every single wrestling magazine cover in the 70s and 80s. That's what that was. And you could say maybe it was a little bit too much or something like that. I didn't have a problem with it. I have more of a problem with AEW because they're allowed to shoehorning in swear words. Like when they are required, go ahead and do them. But I don't, you know, they, they seem to put them in there and then they get missed by the censors. And then that turns into, to me, bad comedy. You know, it turns into something, I don't want to say minor league, but it does turn into goofiness and it takes away. So I think that's worse than anything. I mean, Blade, he just lived up to his name. 
Person here says, as a prediction for the Omega Moxley match, I think they switched the title on TV. I think this will lead to Mox going to Japan for Wrestle Kingdom so he can drop the U.S. title. Also, it is Pac, not Pac. It's hard to get over that one, though, guys. Well, two things here. First off, I bet you Twitch homies, good money, that if I interviewed Pac on this show and he said his own name, he would say Pac and not Pac. I'll mm. bet you anything. That's you number one. You not understand him anyway with that, bro. And number two, yes, that was what everybody was concluding today. They must be doing this on television because then Moxley is going to go to Japan and quarantine for two weeks. Listen, maybe. Maybe. But I, I don't see Tony Khan booking his biggest match ever around allowing Moxley to go to New Japan. Plus Moxley going to Japan over the holidays and maybe leaving his wife at home. I'm skeptical of this. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant Instant closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-426-2301. 800-426-2301. That's 800 426 2301. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down 800 593 7491. That's 800 593 7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. 
Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. And folks in the chat talking about the Vegas trip next week and ideas. And I had an idea. You can't do it. It's too late. But what they should have done is MGF should have come out. Instead of Vegas, he should have said, Next week, to celebrate your birthday, Chris, we are going to be all headed to the strip club capital of North America, Portland, Oregon. And he has tickets for everybody, and he starts handing out these tickets, and that'll get Ortiz excited. Everyone's all happy to be going to this strip club capital of North America, Portland, Oregon. And then they do the segment later with Sammy, and MGF goes, does whatever he does, and he gives Sammy his, his ticket. And then, of course, they do the show next week, and Sammy's not there because his ticket was for Portland, Maine. No. <laughs> what do you mean, how did, no? How did Portland become the strip club? We got Atlanta, Miami, Dallas. Portland is the strip club capital Dude, of America? Google it. We're talking, like, per capita. Like, the number of strip clubs is like a Starbucks anywhere else. There's one every 15 feet from another. I didn't say they're any good. I'm just saying, like, per capita, it's like the, the, the largest number in this country. Huh. Find out you, for me, everybody. Yeah. You know what somebody pointed out in the you chat, You don't think I know anything about Portland? That's, we yeah, talked about it all night last night. They know something about some strip clubs for sure. But How look, dare you? Somebody she in was the a Twitch dancer. chat. Somebody in the Twitch chat did note that, hey, doesn't Mike Tyson live in Vegas? Could we see a Vegas cameo? Could this whole thing just turn into some sort of uh, uh, of hangover type of situation. We could. All right, everybody. We're going to wrap it up for today. Don't forget tomorrow, as noted, it is the biggest show in Observer Live history because two massive guests, Chico El Luchador, in perhaps his final appearance ever before a legitimate death match on Friday night at Talkin' Chopamania 2, as well as Brody King, the mighty and ferocious Brody King. It'll be a fun time. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Mike, as always, callers and listeners. Talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.